after 10 minutes of trying to get the audio to work, I am here, and we have a few very important topics to discuss today because these are some life-changing discussions. So, this is the very first episode of Shut Up and Listen, hosted by me, Monty. Today we're going to be going into a few topics that I, I, I need to get my two bits on because someone needs to say something because no one has so far. What I'm going to be talking about today is the evolution of Reese's Puffs student artists and why I don't recommend being one, the struggle of being aesthetic, and the song of the week. This is Shut Up and Listen, hosted by Monty. Now without further ado, shut up and listen. Thank you. Um, just to start, I want to talk about the evolution of Reese's Puffs, just because it's something that's not very talked about just commonly between friends, and I want to change that. I think we should all discuss our breakfast cereals just with everyone we know. Even as a conversation starter, like, I don't know you. Hey, yo, what's your favorite cereal? You can answer that, you know, instant besties. I think that should be society. I think society is corrupt just because we don't do things like that. Now, I'm gonna read you something, okay? Okay, ready? Originally called Reese's Peanut Butter Puffs, when first launched in 1994, that's in bold, when first launched in 1994, We believe the name was transitioned to simply Reese's Puffs around 1999. A lot of ads for the cereal around 2000 and 2001 had someone, usually an overly hip, hyperactive kid, saying they had Reese's for breakfast. Ripped that right off of Dr. Google, but I mean, you know, emphasis on the usually overly hip, hyperactive kid. But I mean, yeah, we've all seen the ads. We've all seen the ads. I remember the ad. I can quote the ad, but I have too much self-respect, so I'm not going to. But, um, Reese's Puffs have gotten me thinking. They've got me thinking about, you know, the glory days of 2010. Like, you know, the forming of One Direction or, you know, Lady Gaga and her meat dress. It's very nostalgic, very beautiful. So, um, from this, you know, transitioning from Reese's Puffs, I think... It's very safe to say that 2010s were the best era of all time. There, I said it. Because even though they were launched in 1994 and had their hyperactive kid commercials around, you know, 2000 and 2001, their glory days were in 2010. Because that's when I remember them. And the world does revolve around me. So, stemming from that, I want to talk about, you know, growing up and getting a job. Getting a job meaning, you know, turning your hobby into a career. You know, turning your, you know, your favorite sport into a career. Turning your, you know, the thing you like to do into a career. Which leads me to student artists. I want to talk about student artists. I have a few points here on my, you know, my Google document that I'm looking at right now that I really want to bring to light because, again, I think these are topics that should be woven into the daily conversation. So, this is being a student artist and why I do not recommend it. My first point is no money. You have no money. When you get money, you use it to buy painting supplies. When you make a painting with those painting supplies, you sell it for money to buy more painting supplies. It's a constant loop and there's really no end. There's really no escape. The only escape is selling more paintings, but again, we know where that leads is, you know, buying more painting supplies. Um, and that's, that's the good route. Most of the time, you know, they end up like Squidward living on the box side of the street, having to eat your own paintings to survive. 
because you really don't sell anything. No one wants no one wants that picture that you painted. It's not that good. It's better to hear it from me than from someone else. Please just just stop. Another thing is a student artist's false sense of reality. You know that reality you go to when you just you're, you're tired of listening to people speak, tired of listening to, you know, an opinion that no one asked for. So you just kind of you just kind of like zone out. Yeah, I want to talk about that because, I mean, it's pretty great. But then at the same time, you miss out on real life, which is. I mean, a good thing and a bad thing, but, you know, that's all your own perception. I'm just bringing it to light. Another thing is terrible music taste. Just the most, you know, gosh-awful music taste you'll ever hear. Just so eclectic and weird. And I don't I don't mean that in, like, a cool weird. I mean, like, genuinely weird. Like, the kind of music you're scared to play when someone hands you an ox. You're like, no, no thanks. Um, you know, the kind of music that you'd be embarrassed someone else to hear just because you know not because it's like inappropriate or anything just because it's so just genuinely bad but for some reason you added it to the library for some reason i added it to the library but it, it's all right it's all right it's okay it's okay another point i have is strange hobbies and you know paint making being not a hobby that's your career no i'm talking about hobbies example teabag collecting postcard hoarding, paper eating, all an attempt to be, you know, aesthetic and cool, when in reality it's just gross and weird, and no one likes to see you do it. Again, it's better to hear it from me than from someone else, pal. It's just, just take a word from me, take it from me. It's better to be caught now than by someone else. Um, another point is horrible style, you know. It ranges from edgy on purpose to cat mom of four with no in between. Um, this actually happened to me once. I got asked if my mother knows I go out looking like that, you know. Not because of being underdressed, just because I genuinely looked bad. And mm, this is the struggle of being a student artist, you know. All of these together, you gotta, you gotta count your losses. Is it really worth it? Okay. The next thing I want to talk about is the struggle of being aesthetic. Just, this is coming from someone who is not aesthetic, just someone who tries to be and someone who watches other people be. So, again, I'm looking at my Google Doc right now. We're gonna pull up some points, okay? We're gonna pull up some points. Um, the struggle is really just, it's just, it's like, you know, like watching yourself from afar, like watching a movie about yourself be just genuinely like trying, but you're just not there. I don't know, like, I, I miss just, like, normal clothes again, back to the 2010s, why it was the best era ever, because people looked like literal garbage, and they got away with it. Like, I want to do that. Um, something, you know, it's like, when you go out, you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look cute, okay, I'm gonna look cool. But no, you don't, you look like a witch, and I say that as someone who, you know, has done that before, so it's okay, but it, it's just... You know, people trying too hard. And at the end of the day, you know, we're all buried in the same dirt. Doesn't matter if you're, you know, a gamer goth or, you know, a cottagecore mushroom princess. It doesn't really matter. Um, but, you know, thank you for listening. So, thank you for shutting up and listening. Okay. The song of the week.
I feel applies to a lot of us, a lot of me, and a lot of you. Loser by Beck. Thank you for shutting up and listening. This has been Shut Up and Listen, hosted by Monty. Thank you and good night.